giving consumers a financial edge, providing economic tools designed for you to win. With the Empireonomics business guru, Al Mills, and the credit lady gem dropper herself, Monique Macklin. Hello, 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 and welcome to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. My name is Monique Macklin, and I'm known in this industry as the credit lady. Hey, this is Al Mills, also known as the prophetic financier. Welcome to today's podcast. Yes, and we have created this space that is designed to enlighten, empower, and edify people to their next level of economic success. On this platform, we do that by having conversations that require you to examine your current situation and make changes as needed to get you to the life you desire to live by thinking better, banking better, and leveraging better. Now, on today's show, we will be discussing microwave millionaire mentality. Microwave millionaire mentality. That's the triple M, the triple M. The triple M. So we will be discussing that. So I know you and I kind of touched on this, I think last week. And I was like, man, this is a good topic. And, And it's really about people who want that instant gratification they want that what they see on instagram or any other social media platform they think that they're supposed to start it today and 60 to 90 days later they're supposed to have it right um and that's not how this works when it comes to building wealth right that is true there's a there's a process and levels to this type of process to these type of endeavors so definitely Mm -hmm. so when it comes to because if people don't know by now, you're my mentor. So um, what would you say is the best way for people to get out of their own way when it comes to wanting to begin that process of building wealth? Well, I'd like to go back to that. I thank you for introducing me, but we are, I'm a mentor and partnership. See, that's one of the things that's yes. different about what we do. Mentorship through partnership. It's not like the traditional mentorship where you are sold books, tapes, and videos. Mm -hmm. My success is your success. Your success is my success. And together, everyone can achieve more, right? That's what team is all about. Mm -hmm. So so it's about having a process and a system that we can all plug into to effectuate whatever it is that we're desiring to be, do, or have. And so I'm excited about that. But yes, but to talk about that, that microwave minute, you know, everyone's that J.J. Wentworth mentality. It's my money and I want it now. Exactly. <laughs> but look at the very word of Instagram. <laughs> Instant. Right. You want Instant. a gram, huh? You want a gram of what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> so think about what, so the, the, the pretty much the underlying meaning or the frequency of that word in itself mm-hmm. is perpetuating people to believe that it should be instantaneous. Correct. Right. That's just not that how wealth works. Wealth work. That's not how wealth works. Like we were just discussing, it's a lot of things. People want to get to the end of the book, right? Like you said, they want to get to the end of the book, but they don't want to read all the pages in between that got somebody to that level. Right, exactly. So with, so, the, so with that process, you really have to know that. Well, first of all, everyone on Instagram or most social medias, if you will, they mm-hmm. are talking about how you can have six-figure months, weeks, days, But when we really break down, really what people are earning 
in the United oh States, right? like for example, most right. folks realize this. What is the percentage of Americans that earn over a hundred thousand per year? That staggering statistic is only eighteen percent, right? Of three hundred and fifty billion million people. Excuse me. Exactly. So, but when you look online, it looks like everybody is at least making or earning half a mil, <laughs> at the very least. When you look at it, um, it's like, wow, how did they do that? They're always traveling. How would they do that? Or, you know, they're driving this or they're wearing that. And so it would have you to believe that, what am I doing wrong, right? Like, well, why isn't it yeah. coming at instantaneously for me? Well, I think the first question one should ask is that, well, if only 18% of individuals earn over 100K mm-hmm. and about 34% households make over 100K, still, when you look at that in a micro level, Mm-hmm. There's 350 million people in America. So Correct. you're talking only, let's just say, shy of 10% of the population household-wide. That means mom and dad, father, mother, are, are mm-hmm. combined together are earning over 100K. That means mm-hmm. 90% of the, of the rest of the population is under that. So what mm-hmm. would put you in the 30% bracket or the 18% bracket to even be considered in the 100K plus? That requires some specialized knowledge. It, re- or it requires some specialized knowledge. And it's not to say that there aren't people who come out of school and they get right to the bag, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people who are able to get right to the bag, but is that realistic? Because I know we talked about before, I think the average person coming out of college is what, around 60000 a year? Yeah, give or take sixty, sixty-four thousand $64,000 a year. Exactly. Right. So that, that does not equate to... You know, a hundred thousand, and I don't know where a hundred thousand became the goal <laughs> because it's not even enough. It's you know, people are. <laughs> it's not enough. Not in today's at today's standard. It's not enough. I saw a post today where a guy said, "I helped a young lady get a job that I'm dating. She's earning a hundred thousand. I told her for my birthday I wanted a Rolex." <laughs> and and really? an average Rolex, a basic presidential stainless steel, if you will, is mm-hmm. over forty thousand right. dollars. So if you're looking at a gold one, forget about it. So you want somebody to spend forty percent of their income because you helped <laughs> get a get a job, but it's you know it's just the mentality or even the audacity that some people have. Uh, when it comes to money these days, it, it's like they don't equate. It's not realistic, I think. It just doesn't make sense. Like you earn a hundred thousand, and the more that you make, you you think that it's the more you should be spending. Now you should be in a luxury in a par- apartment. You should be driving a luxury car, but you still have a hundred thousand dollars in student loans. So your math honestly isn't mathing. Mm-hmm. And when we think about it, especially now, I was thinking just the other day. I said today's kids, today's generation, will be at home with their parents for a long time because it would be unfair for them to leave their parents' safety, right? That safety net, yeah. and go mm-hmm. and spend $2,500 on a studio. Like, that doesn't make sense. Doesn't we all want our privacy, we all want our own space, but when you think about it mathematically, that doesn't make sense. And other cultures are okay with doing that. Yeah, you know? well, well, let's look at that. What are the odds, right? So let's, let's go back to an ethnicity group, if you will. Um, just looking at some hard numbers from from Forbes and the like. So, what is the real odds of becoming a millionaire if you're if you're in the melanated community or the lack of a better word, black? 
your chances of becoming a millionaire with a college educated or being college educated is mm-hmm. 6.4%. Wow. If out you're of 350 billion. Correct. Mm. I mean, out of, out of 350 million, right. Or million. if you're Hispanic, mm-hmm. which is still part of the black brown community, if you will, 6.8%. Right. But yet, wow. if we go to the counterpart of the the Europeans are 2.5% and the Asians are 2.3%. Look at the disparity between the likeliness of becoming a millionaire with the same education. Wow. You're talking almost three and a half times greater, less than the counterparts. And there's a reason for that. It's called group economic. Mm -hmm. The other cultures know how well we, we understand white privilege, right? Right. 20, but then there's the Asians who believe in group economics. They buy things involving groups and they create syndicates with their, within their communities to do so. Whereas the, the black and Hispanic communities were not taught to do that in the society. Or we, when we say buy black owned or whatever, we get a lot of backlash for that, right? So, mm-hmm. which I don't understand because like you just said, when, when the Asian community buys from each other, no one says anything. When the Jewish community supports one another, no one says anything. It's only when, you know, black and brown, you know, communities decide to say, I'm going to support or promote just black owned or whatever, that's when it becomes an issue and you shouldn't be doing that. Why would you say that? We should all just be supporting one another. But I, I just don't understand why it becomes so controversial when it's us trying to do that with one another. Well, it's called divide and conquer, right? It's so mm-hmm. long as everyone is divided and don't know who's who, mm-hmm. um, you're going to play that role out. So that's why it's so important to get to a place to have some knowledge and apply those principles so that you can get where you'd like to be. But that's so are- what you were just saying with the group economics. But that's how the Asian communities and all those communities are able to advance so much faster and their money circulates within their community so much longer is because mm-hmm. they support one another, you know, religiously, honestly. Yeah, that, that's and, I, and that's a religion. Economics in that con- construct is a religion. Mm. But again, we need to be aware. You know, we have to monitor before we can manage, right? And, we have, and, and then we can multiply from there. So we're monitoring the data. And right. the data, numbers don't lie. People do, but numbers never lie. They may be skewed to a point, right. but it's not going to be that much of a deviation or a variation of that, right? So when mm-hmm. you look at that, like some folks are so in hurry, back to the topic of the show. Right. That, mil- that, that millionaire, you're going to get to that millionaire status quickly in a microwave mm-hmm. minute, but the average millionaire in the United States is 57 years old. When they first become a millionaire? That is correct. Wow. They reach millionaire status at the age of 57. So that means that 18% of individuals who become millionaires in net worth, excluding <laughs> your your personal residence, the average age is 57 years old. Wow. And there's a reason for that, because it takes smart financial decisions and wise investments to become a millionaire. To get to that. To, to get, get to, to that, that point, right? Mm-hmm. And so it comes back to my point, decisions. We can only make decisions based on where we stand today in our knowledge base. I know and and, and looking forecasting, we look to the future, but your future can only be determined based on the thoughts and the words and the actions that you take today, right now, will shape and form your future. So 
if you don't, if you know better, you'll do better. Do better. Mm -hmm. Right? And we have a saying in the community, right? It's not the decision of the investment vehicles that make you wealthy. It is the decisions that you make with your mind or the energy of your mind that you mm -hmm. circulate into opportunities that make you wealthy. Correct. Exactly. So, so that's where the challenge is at. So when it comes to, so with, with, so your advice for people would be to get the knowledge, become educated, right? It's the first um, thing. That's the first thing one should do. That's the first thing. Or get in the um, proximity of knowledge, either or. You said something the other day that I wrote, I put in my phone. It says, you never became a recipient of wealth because you never became a student of wealth. So the reason why people are trying to get wealthy or trying to become wealthy, um, but they're not making it is because they have never sat down and actually studied from someone who's been there. A lot of times it's not what you know, it's oftentimes who you're in proximity with, right? That is correct. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. That's right. <laughs> so, if you, so if you're in the proximity of people who are making moves, if you will, then, mm -hmm. you know, the old the passage in the Bible, like, you know, the dog catches the crumb from the master's table. It comes back right. to that again. If you position yourself at a table, mm -hmm. at least catch crumbs initially before you get a seat at the table, mm -hmm. the crumbs that you're catching from whom can determine the trajectory of your life. This is true. Right? Because you're this the sum true. total of the decision that you make in your life, and your life reflects the top five people that you spend most of your time with. So who are you hanging out with? Mm. And then that same breath is also you have to be you have to be humble. You have to be, mm -hmm. you know, hungry, right? Humble you, uh, you gotta be humble, you have to be hungry, and you just have to be also what we discuss a lot is you can't just be somebody who's gathering a bunch of information. So people go from course to course or YouTube uh, personality to YouTube personality <laughs> trying to gather all this information. They're hoarding information, but they're never executing. Yeah. So if you never execute, then you will never get to the goalpost. You'll never get there. Right. And that's why I always say that you never lose, you either what, win or learn. So failure, we have to change the the connotation to failure. Failure is feedback. It and is. feedback is knowledge. And then when you apply that new feedback and knowledge in the right way, you become wise. Mm -hmm. So when we begin to realize that mistakes are not a problematic, because the school has taught us when you make a mistake or you fail, you're a loser. That's not true. This is true. That's exactly what happened. So but we you, have to you've actually that. learned a lesson. Um, you've Learn learned what not it. to do. <laughs> exactly. Right. You've learned what not to do. So you can come back and regroup and go out and do it better next time. Or again, position yourself with people who are already there so that you can get to where you're trying to go. Right. Um, and you have to not be, you have to also not be afraid to invest in yourself. That is the right. most precious investment you can ever make is in your mind, in your consciousness, that elevates your capacity to make proper decisions. Correct. So what, what YouTube and social media period has done is they've allowed people to get on the, the World Wide Web on Beyonce's internet and just <laughs> um, 
just spew out a whole bunch of information, just giving a game away in whatever entity or industry for free, right? Um, and then what's happening is you have to understand is they're not always going to give you the full game. Not for free. So you're always going to be missing. You can't make a cake with part of the ingredients, right? So if you have to be willing to pay them because they're going to give you as much as they, uh, they're going to feel like you need so that you can eventually pay them. But people think if I go from this person to that person to this person, I'll have enough of the ingredients where I can go ahead and go forth. Like LLCs, right? When people think about Mm -hmm. LLCs, Mm -hmm. everybody is spewing all this information about LLCs. Get you an LLC, get you a bank account, get you an EIN. (laughs) You're in business. Um, When that's not the formula. And most of us um, don't understand that an LLC is actually not a business. It's a, it's a tool that was used for partnerships originally until the IRS in the early 80s decided to identify it as an entity. But back to your point, and I love what you mentioned, mm-hmm. in reference to instructions and ingredients. See, there's a difference. A right. person could give you instructions but leave out what the ingredients are. So back to the same instances of the LLC. They gave you instructions to start an LLC, mm-hmm. but they didn't give you the ingredients exactly. of how to operate the LLC. Exactly. Case in point, we're not giving tax or legal advice here. This is a little compliance, no disclaimer. But when you start or form or organize an LLC, mm-hmm. And you are a single member LLC. No one gave you the ingredients to know that you're going to be taxed at a higher tax rate, currently at like 15.3 or 4%, to be a solopreneur, if you will. That's costing you more taxes. They didn't tell you the ingredient needs to be multiple members. Mm -hmm. They just said, instructionally, start an LLC. Right. So that's the example. Mm -hmm. And everybody thinks that, again, that they have something when, in fact, they have something that can financially injure them if they don't know how to put all of the pieces of that puzzle together properly. So that's, um, so again, and and you're working towards becoming that millionaire, but if you get taxed (laughs) harshly, that can actually cause a whole lot of damage for you in business. If again, if you don't have all the information before you jump at first into anything, that's um, so yeah. So this is part of you know what we wanted to discuss on. You know, it takes time to get where you're trying to go. As Al just mentioned, it's about what fifty. Your age fifty seven before most people who are millionaires have become millionaires. Is it possible to do it sooner? Of course, of course. it's possible. Course. We know that. We've seen that. Um, but if you don't know what you're doing, then you again could financially injure yourself in that process um, in, in doing it. Correct. You know, so Correct. yeah, we just want to make sure that if your goal is to build wealth generationally, then you want to just make sure that you're not just protecting yourself, but you're also protecting those future generations that are with you or will come behind you. Mm-hmm. That's the transfer. That's the transfer. That's the right? transfer. That's the transfer. And one of the things I want to talk about in one of our future episodes is having those conversations when you are in the process of building wealth, how you sit down with your heirs, right? Mm-hmm. And you have these discussions because I think you mentioned before that the, um, the generation after wealth is built enjoys it. 
and then the one after that destroys it, correct? The wealth that's built. Correct. They destroy it. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the process, if your goal is to build wealth, then you want to make sure that your heirs aren't trying to go through the process <laughs> of that microwave millionaire process and just, you know, running through your money that's taking you so long to build up. And you want to make yeah. sure that they understand money. And, and there's another one of the ingredients versus the instructions, right? So while we're exactly. living, creating that generational wealth for a hundred year plan, if you will, our right. job today is not to train up recipients of things, but to teach wow. people the power of the pen where you have to keep passing the power of the pen. It's the control of the assets, not the ownership that counts. And that was Mm. an ingredient that I learned with my billionaire mentors who taught me, don't create, see, don't create trust fund babies because babies can't walk and can't talk. Mm. You want to train up other other leaders who can take the power of that pen and grow Mm -hmm. and scale what you've created. Correct. So the the goal is not to own... So, so many of us are so interested in owning everything, right? I want to be the CEO. I'm the boss. My name is there. You got to see my right. name. My name yeah. in lights. <laughs> it's the marquee. Right. I want my name in lights, no matter what it is. I want everybody to know it's me, it's mine. But the true goal of the true game is really not in the ownership, it's in the control. Control everything and own nothing, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you protect. That's how you protect yourself in this whole process as well. So there's a lot that we can actually discuss, and there's going to be more topics on this. Sure. Um, but it, you know, I guess let's give people some information on what they can do if their mission and goal is to not just be an employee somewhere. If their mission and goal is to actually build something, what? should be the first thing that they look for moving forward looking to start first if i were advising someone as a friend or family member my recommendation would be either you gather the proper information or knowledge needed to effectuate what you're trying to do or partner up or become a part of a community that is doing what you desire to do and learn through apprenticeship observing and doing start becoming a doer that's why we we practice mentorship through partnership right. as opposed to selling books tapes and courses again we know that in the self-help space only one percent of the individuals who participate in self-help actually have success and so that's mm. why youtube university and google and google academy doesn't work there's no lack of help of the how the issue right. is the leadership, learning the instructions coupled with the ingredients to get where you want to be. I just want to close on this too. We've been talking mm-hmm. a lot about wealth. Wealth is subject, is subjective to the person. So this we're not true. here saying you're not counted unless you make a hundred thousand. You're not counted unless you make a million. Every right. person has their desire of what they see their ideal life to be. But you need to have a system, a process, and a system to get there. This is true. And that comes through mentorship with others who have systems that you can implement. A plan, a pathway, and a process, right? That is correct. <laughs> so that's what's needed in order to, to get to your desired goal. Because my idea of what success is is different than what Al's level of success is. And it's different from what whoever's listening to this 
idea of success is. You know, you might just be saying, I want to get five doors where I might want 500 doors. Exactly. And, and, you know, both of them is a goal, right? Mm -hmm. So you can't discount one from the other and they both will bring in cash flow. That's the goal. And here's something too, Martin, for those of you who market, marketing is not advertising. Marketing is doing research right? to find the problem that someone has. So when you're seeking internet for information, Mm -hmm. most of these individuals are marketeers who are advertisers. They have not done research to know what your pain point is or your problem. That's why I feel kind of dirty and filthy when I, after I surf the web because everybody's just regurgitating, yelling, yelling and yes. regurgitating their information on me and after I'm like, I gotta go take a shower because <laughs> everybody's just just vomiting on me and I feel nasty but no one's ever asked me, well, what, what do, do you want? Yeah. How can I be a server? How can I help? What actually I guess last year or whenever you had mentioned it to me initially um, you mentioned that you don't see billionaires online on social media. You don't even see Mark Zuckerberg. He's one of the top leaders in the social media space. You don't even see him on there. I remember he had a, a baby shower for his <laughs> him and his wife. Right. And that was the most hoodish baby shower I've ever seen. Him. <laughs> I said, you know, this man has billions. He has a lot of money, For and reason. he had the most ba- right. He had the most basic baby shower I have ever seen, and then I see people on here who make fifty thousand a year, and they have thrones, <laughs> and they have it's like they're you know presenting. This is royalty coming out. Mm-hmm. They don't have the level of access or assets that this man has, and yet they're willing to spend months in pay that they've earned to make some sort of spectacle for pictures because that's all it's for that's all it's for that's all it's for to give people the illusion that you have something that you don't just go have your baby (laughs) you know (laughs) you know and put that money into the baby's you know future or your home to build wealth for that baby you know just the the photo op is not worth it so you know we we have to stop presenting something that we really don't have or cannot afford um, just for the for the for the likes and for the comments and things of that nature it's not it's not necessary and it's just it's just foolishness when you again when you think about people who have money you know they're not waving their hand Bill Gates is not on social media he's not you know getting up here putting his pitch out every day it's that's not happening um, and, and I get social media does make millionaires, right? Absolutely, it, it does. It has no so, doubt about. It. We're not saying that yeah. at all. About I think what we're saying though is there are characteristics to wealthy people versus rich, rich versus yeah. wealth, wealthy. Or it's two different scenarios, right? And so yeah. it comes back to this one adage I like to say: mm-hmm. Popeyes does not share their recipe with KFC. Oh my God! Right. So if you <laughs> if you knew of a process or plan that could generate six figures a month, what would be the business? What would be the business sense in you trying to share that entire method with a multitude of people online? All you did is over now saturate your market. Now are we operating from scarcity? No. 
but they are business principles. That's why it's called partnership. Yeah. Wall Street exactly. is built built on if you like what we're doing, invest in us, mm-hmm. and you become a part of us, and you ride the wealth train. Not I'm going to teach you to be just like me. That doesn't oh. make sense. So you have to start questioning that. Everybody's drop. Everybody's spilling the tea on what they do allegedly. Mm-hmm. For what reason? Doesn't make business sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It never did. <laughs> it know. never did. Even yeah. in my space, I'm like, what? Especially during the pandemic, everybody came out and wanting to uh, what business credit and credit and funding. So it, it, it just became oversaturated. Airbnbs. Now we have all of these rules and regulations now hitting all of these entities, all these, you know, these businesses for that reason, because everybody was selling to everybody the same thing. And it just doesn't make any sense. Everybody doing all. the same thing. Everybody's an overnight credit repair, business coach, credit, <laughs> they can't read credit, credit counselor. Report. Right. Can't even read a credit report. <laughs> Don't even know what EBITDA doesn't even know what EBITDA or SDE stand for, but you're a business funder. How do you know that? What, how would you do that? It's, an, exactly. it's, it's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. Exactly. So it's, it's so this is what we mean by you know we understand that people want to get there, but we also know that you have to understand that there is a process for everything. And I think I heard yesterday they somebody said for every ten people that buys a course, only I think three go through it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Something like that. I think it was yeah. about three people. That, I think it was earlier. Every every hundred people, only three go complete the course. Correct. So for every hundred people that buy a course, one of these online courses, only three actually complete it. So you're spending money, spending your will, and then you will probably complain that I didn't get anything out of it because you didn't put anything into it. And like you said, Al, most of the people don't want to sit there and go through those courses it's better to have a live conversation with them to do a live meeting. That requires and, proximity. It requires proximity though. Yeah. But the people that are selling them are trying to put everything on autopilot. Right. Right. They don't want to, I already recorded it. So here it is. That's what, you know, and that's how that process goes. And that's why most people aren't successful with the courses that they do buy. So, you know, just be mindful of that. No one is just giving away free game and giving you the full in all the ingredients to be where they're at. <laughs> Unless they're trying to get eyeballs on their brand so that they can become a marketer for some other brands. It all depends on your game plan. Or, like you said, we you this is mentorship that we do through partnership. So when we partner with you, it's in our best interest to for you to succeed, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're succeeding then we're succeeding. So that's why the, the programs that we put together and build, it just makes sense for you to, you know, if it makes sense for you, then it makes sense to come on board with us because we don't want you to fail because the more you succeed, the more we're able to succeed and help others succeed. It's a win-win. That's, that's a win-win. Yeah. It's not just you buy this course and then you're on your own. That's sure. not what we do. Right. So, or, pay, or pay for expensive friendships. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's part two um but no i hope this this has been a good conversation i think it's been an excellent conversation i think so as as always as always and um so if anyone is interested in learning more about the mentoring program definitely you know reach out to us 
at wakeupandwinshow.com or DM us on wakeupandwinshow on Instagram. Um, And we'll be more than happy to, you know, provide you information, maybe do a consultation with you, learn exactly what your goals are, because we want to know what your goals are so we can help you to get to your desired destination. Awesome. So, anything in closing? Uh, In closing, I'm going to just say proximity is power. So you need to get with Wake Up and Win. That's right. Get to learn how to effectuate your plans. Get tapped into communities of like-minded individuals because this journey requires a team to be a part of the team. Exactly. What is that saying you say? With, um, um, with one alone, you can get far, but together... Wait, oh, oh, yeah. So if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want right. to go far, go with the team. Correct. And that's Thank the team. That's mm-hmm. it right there. So again, thank you so much, Al, for As this always. wonderful conversation. I hope I know we're going to, to resonate with people who are looking to take their life and lifestyle to a whole new trajectory. So Absolutely. thanks again. As always. All righty. Be well. Blessing. Be well. Okay. Thank you for listening to Wake Up and Win with Al Mills and Monique Macklin. We hope you've been enlightened by today's message. Please subscribe to our podcast and share with your friends on your social media platforms. If you have any questions or comments, follow us on Instagram at Wake Up and Win Show.